going to take it. Two legends in basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Now, please to welcome into the uh, latest edition of the Ryan and Goodman podcast, none other than Kenny Anderson. Uh, arguably, Bob Ryan, the greatest point guard ever to come out of New York City. Can we say that? I think he's got to be in the, the, the discussion, right, Bob? I know that the New York City veterans uh, are pretty much in agreement that he's a starting guard in the all-time New York team. Yeah. May very well, Dan, be the single greatest point guard. And I got to ask him, how many people to this day, Kenny, when you go up, you know, say, I was there when you had that shot, the one the CHSAA tournament. When you were 14 years old from Malloy, huh? Yeah, not too many. Not you could live, live off that one in some areas. They're, of a little, older. They're a little older, they say that. Yeah. <laughs> Young kids aren't saying that. Oh, I know right. that, but I'm just saying, the old timers, first thing they think of, it, that, that, that's what I heard, that's when I learned about oh, you. No, no, you're absolutely right. When I go to New York, that's the first, you know, first thing I hear, you know, hey, when you played in the city championship against, um, Talentine High School as a freshman, you know, that's where, yeah, that's where it all started for me. That's where yeah. it all started. Lee Frack, Lee Frack, right? Lee Frack City, Lee Frack City. Lee Frack City. And, see, I'm doing my homework on you, but I, yep, I I'm, a Jersey, I'm a Jersey guy, though, so I consider New York to be a, a big suburb of Trenton. Yeah, but I love Jersey, too. I started my, my pro career there. I love Jersey. Yes, you did. <laughs> At the Brendan Byrne Arena. Was it Brendan Byrne then or Continental? Yeah. Brendan Byrne, the right? Meadowlands. The Meadowlands. Yeah, but Brendan Byrne. Brendan Byrne Arena Meadowlands. Yeah, that's what they called it. I don't know. I forget. (laughs) It's had a few names, don't they all? Yeah. So go back, Kenny. Go back to when you were like 14, 15 years old. You're getting recruited out of New York City. It was different then. You know, I started covering AAU 20 years ago or something like that, 2025. So I didn't see you. We're about the same age. So I I, – But what was it like then? Like, how was it for you coming out of New York City as kind of the guy with everybody on you? Kind of give me a glimpse into what it was like, into your life, into your recruitment. Uh, my recruitment was um, done the right way, you know, because Coach Karen, you know, Jack Karen, coach up at Archbishop of Ohio, he wasn't going for it. So he told me, you know, this is what you do. This is how you act. You know, and um, I, I did what I did what I was told. You know, being in Left Rack City and then going to Malloy, I, I had two sides of it, man. And that's what I tell my son. I had two sides of it. I was growing up in the in the, in, in the rough part in the neighborhood, and then I would go to the, the my school, Archbishop Malloy High School. We were more it was it was, it was more whites, blacks. We was just, we was mixed. So you know, I learned a lot. You know, going to Archbishop Malloy, but. Um, there was Duke, uh, uh, Syracuse, Georgia Tech, UNC, um, um, Georgia Tech. And now I'm going to tell you, Georgia Tech was, I wasn't thinking about Georgia Tech. No. I was thinking about, I, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about Georgia Tech. But I was thinking about Syracuse because of Pearl Washington. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Pearl Washington, yeah. yeah. What, was Bobby then, Krim, what was Bobby Krem's selling point? Um, 
It was it was it was my mother. Huh? <laughs> my mother went to the trip with me to Atlanta, and um, she just fell in love with Atlanta. And um, you know, Coach Crimmins was great. He talked about the school, Georgia Tech, the engineer program. Everything it was a tough school academically, yes. but basketball wise, it was it was it was it was it was coming up. So you know, I knew what to expect. They had Dennis Scott, Brian Oliver. You know, I said I could work with those guys. But my mother, you know, to this day, rest in peace. You know, I really don't know if she got some money or whatever. <laughs> but on the way back, she was like, you going to Georgia Tech on the plane. She was like, you going to Georgia Tech. I was like, all right, Bob. Have you heard that a lot, Kenny? Because I've heard it. I mean, I remember hearing it when, when you hear the, you know, you hear all the recruiting stories, the recruiting yeah. lore when you cover it. And I always heard that, like, Kenny Anderson got paid to go to Georgia Tech. I didn't get paid. I did. My mother might have. <laughs> you ever ask her? No, I, you know, I never asked her that. Really? I was having too much fun, you know, with the school when I got in there. Uh, we went to the final four my freshman year. We won the ACC. So everything worked out for me. And my mother said, I told you, you know, you listen to me. You so listen you, to me. You didn't ask any questions when she came out with the fur no. coat. With the, with no, the I didn't. And the pearl necklace. Yeah, huh? I, yep. huh? <laughs> Yo, I swear, because I wasn't supposed to ask my mother, mother nothing. Well, it's funny. So, was you, are you happy? So I, I remember interviewing a kid. I don't know if you remember, either of you remember this name, Renardo Sidney. He was a big-time player coming out about 15 years ago, the number one player in the country. Wow. And uh, he was from Mississippi, moved to L.A., okay? Moved to L.A. with, with the family, and they were in a, a million-dollar mansion, and they didn't have wow. anything in Mississippi. And, and I had him on my podcast a couple of years ago. And I said, Renardo, like, didn't you ask your dad, like, where you got, wh- why were you, how you were able to live in a million dollar mansion in yeah. LA? And, and you know what he said to me? He's like, yeah. I was 16. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Right. I really, you know, but this is how I was my whole life. I didn't, as long as my mother was happy, I didn't, I didn't question my mother. Yeah. I wasn't questioning her. So I just went along with the program. But she did say, she wanted me to go to Georgia Tech, not Syracuse. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but I said, you know, I remember going down to Georgia Tech, you know, going to school, you know, when we first get to school, not the season. And I was wondering in my head at the time, Why did I, I do the right, did I pick the right school? Yeah, yeah. Because I, then I started playing with those guys. And then we played against uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Doc Rivers, all those guys used to come and play. It was great, great. Everybody from Georgia University, Atlanta schools would come and we play against each other every summer. So it was just great basketball. Yeah. Well, how was your how talked about your Final Four experience? Just to, I know how the game went, but the whole yeah. experience were you, you know, was just was it everything you had hoped it would be in terms of the experience? Yeah. They- the experience was great, um, but I, but, but honestly, I got sick. <laughs> oh, I got sick the first. I remember back. Um, I, I had diarrhea. <laughs> well, there must be something going on because Bobby Hurley in the championship game couldn't play. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, seriously, was some, this is like yeah. a, a, a yeah. story I'm curious about. There must have been yeah, something I, going on, or where you guys were eating, or what the hell was going yeah, on. It's something we was eating, but I didn't have it during the game, but I had it during, uh, yeah. I think, Friday night or something like that. 
when we got into Denver. And I was sick. So I, I hung in the room, but everybody else did everything. They enjoyed themselves. <laughs> you know, I, I remember that. You know, I, I had the bubbles in my stomach or something. Maybe I was nervous or something, but I remember that. You remember what you had for lunch? No, I can't that remember kid. that far. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. you had some fish or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was just like, oh, man. Stomach so, is all messed up. So before we go back, I want to go yeah. to what you're doing now and, and, yeah. and kind of let people know. And then we'll, we'll, we'll flip it yeah. back a little bit. But um, you're coaching an NIA, NAIA team down in yeah. Nashville called Fisk yeah. University. Yeah. Been there for a couple of years. Yeah. Why? What, what was, what was yeah, the reason for you getting yeah. in? I mean, that's, that's no, no disrespect, but that's yeah. lower level, right? Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. Uh, I thought about my high school coach, Jack Curry, you know, um, coaching. I wanted to coach. Yep. And I was living in Florida, coaching the AU teams, um, you know, my son's team and everything. And I just thought back, I said, you know, I can just help help these young men in life, not so much basketball. So when I got the call, you know, for Fish University, I knew, you know, NAI school, small school, but I wanted to help. So I said, I'll coach it. I'll try to call it. I came down and I saw, you know, all the af- academics. The academics was great at Fish yeah. University. It's awesome. But the basketball program needs a lot of work. And I was like, man, I'm the guy for it. Maybe I can do something. And I just thought about my high school coach, you know, and that's what made me really, you know, this is my, it's my job to, to give back and to help these young men survive. And not only basketball, just in life in general, get a good job, graduate from school, and I'll be happy, you know, that I did my job the correct way. But I definitely want to win because I'm a winner, I'm a competitor, but in time, when I can straighten out everything here, yep. you know, the academics, uh, not so much the academics, but there's no scholarship. You know, it's a private school. So, you know, that's that's where, that's one. That's a real headache. And then the basketball facilities are not the greatest, but I'm working on, you know, getting some things straightened out here. And it's a great, it's a great school. Uh, I feel I can turn it around, and that's what I want to do. Just so people know about this university. Yes, yes. Uh Here's three of their more prominent alumni, uh, historically. W.E. Du Bois. Yep. I'm in in the the building now. Nicky Giovanni, one of the great poets we've ever developed and produced in America. Oh, yeah, John Lewis. Yes. How about that, gentlemen? Yes. All alumni of Fisk University. You're you're yeah. a good, you you got some good historical company there, Kenny. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, uh, the so do, what's it been like for you now doing this? You know, you're not playing. Yeah. So it's, what, it's how, been, um, what have you been doing? You know, I've been watching the game. You know, getting tips and things of that nature. But the college game, I really watch. The pro game, I watch for excitement for, for enjoyment. Mm-hmm. But the college game, I watch all picking up stuff and things of that yep. nature. Yep. You know, so the, I'm still a huge Boston Celtics fan. I'm a huge Celtic fan. I'm a huge uh, Brooklyn Nets fan. 
and I'm a Portland Trailblazers. Those are the three teams I really cheer for, and I hope them. I wish them the best. All right, so then we, we got to hit you with with the Nets. The Nets yeah. is like the big thing right now, right? They they've been yeah. mediocre. They yeah. can't guard anybody so far. No. Can, they, can they can they get it yeah. together, or do you think this is just not the right match, not the right fit for these three together? It, 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 they can get it together, but I'm not sure about this year. Maybe next year or so on, you know, because the league, uh, they got a great coach, Steve Nash. Yeah. But but he, but in the league, he was in Phoenix for so many years. He wasn't climbing and playing defense. So, Good point. You know, Good point. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a priority, Coach D'Antoni. Yeah, it, wasn't, it was a coach. And then D'Antoni is with him now. So they trying to speed up the offense. They got offensive juggernauts. They got three of the best in the history of the NBA. You have to play defense to win championships. You have to. And I don't know if they can get it right away this year, you know, with everything that's going on. What, what's but, your um, take on, on Kyrie? What's your take on Kyrie, Kenny? I, I don't know him personally, but he's a great individual basketball, basketball player. Awesome. 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 But um, it seems to me wherever he goes, there's always some problems. And I don't get it. I don't know. I'm like, wow, you know, you know. I, I, I also think, you know, he's he's gotten, you know, with all the touchy situations that we've been through as human beings, he's let it got, he's let it get to him a lot, a lot of, a lot stronger than most people would. Now, I say, you're an athlete, you're a basketball player, you have to play basketball, period. Deal with that in the off season. Right, right. That's what I would like for him to do. But I, I, who am I? Who am I? It's hard to know with Kyrie. Kyrie's a tough yeah. one to figure out. You know, I've known yeah. him since not well, but I've known him since he was about fourteen years old. And yeah. like you said, hey, the talent. The part of all of our issue with Kyrie is he's so talented. Yeah, you, you expect so much out of him. And trust me, I've never heard Bob Ryan is is always positive about everybody. And Kyrie's the one guy that you can you can sense the frustration from yeah. Bob. And again, it's because he's so special yeah. in the talents that he brings to the floor. Yeah, he's he's, he's very special. He's a very he's special. Clearly, he's clearly intelligent. No one will not. Oh, no, no. That, he's clearly no. intelligent, but almost like over, I don't, I don't know what you're saying, but he's not yeah. – Focused. Uh, it's hard to explain. I, I was kid, kidding. We say, uh, Kenny, that when, this won't be his last stop. And everywhere he goes, you think so? You think I, it won't be his last stop? No, he'll mess it up. I think. Wow. He'll, he'll prove it otherwise. And and people wow. say I couldn't figure that guy out. Yeah. And I That's think he's searching for something yeah. in life, and he's not sure what it is. That's my yeah. Yeah. psychology. Yeah. Maybe. But, not, but yeah, but you know, it has nothing to do with sheer. IQ, my God, he's a smart no. guy. No doubt about it. He's no. aware, and he wants to be a good citizen. He wants to be a good person. Yeah. He wants to help society. I think he really believes that. I think it's really sincere. Uh, but you know, he, he's he's maybe not capable of doing what he thinks he's. You know, is anybody capable? He's, he's trying to save the no. world, maybe. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, what I'm saying can't and, save the world. you can't it, save it. And you see, concentrate on basketball, and that's what people are trying to get him to do. You know, and 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 what I got, I don't now. You, y'all two probably can answer this. Can a point guard 
take and win a championship. A, a point guard or what? I, I don't. I don't think we can nowadays. It's crazy. So he needs that. Can a point guard win a championship? No, uh, I don't. I don't. Think as so. the as the top guy, I mean, yeah. I've been, you know, yeah. Steph. Steph kind of did it a few years ago before KD but, got there. I don't consider him a point. I still, he's a one and a half. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a unusual. He's the greatest shooter who's ever lived who can pass. I don't yeah. think. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me throw this one at you, Kenny. And you played against him. One guy that all of a sudden, because you know, and he's another complicated human being. But Isaiah Thomas, they went oh, to. He's all, oh yeah, Back and he's he all. was the best player. Yeah, the best yeah. player. I mean, no one yeah. would argue that. Um, yeah. Is that is he the exception to the rule? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. As far as playing, I don't know if you could do it nowadays. You know, why, I don't think what, a, what would be the difference if he could if he's let's say for the sake of this argument that he that they did it with him as the best player and but not you don't think it could happen again why why not I, I think the, the, the other positions are too 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 strong okay you know nowadays yeah. you know the, the two the yeah. three the four guy you know I, I think the one we we have to do so much you know he's six two six three you know he got Kevin Durant. He wasn't even there. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Um, you know, Stephen, Steph Curry had some help with him. He did. He, he did. The ball. He, he had one of the great the ball. He had all those guys shooting the ball. They got a great system for him for that. Totally. No, agreed. Agreed. Um, hey, you said the Celtics, too, are a team that you follow closely. Yeah. Yeah, I love, the, I love the Celtics. I know you do. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to yeah. why you love the Celtics in a minute because <laughs> it's interesting. You spent about four or five years in Boston. Yeah. When you watch this team now, Kenny, and yeah. you see Tatum and you yeah. see Jalen Brown, and Kemba's really been struggling lately. Yeah. The New yeah. York City kid who yeah. Yeah. everybody loves Kemba, but yeah. Kemba doesn't look like Kemba right now. No, I know. What do you think of this Celtics team and their chances? That's Kemba. One, Kimber, he's not the same. Something is going on after the injury. Uh, he's not the same. And, and the bigs, Jason Tatum and um, uh, the two, the, those guys are awesome. Those yeah. guys are awesome. But yeah, I think Brad. we need a big. Yeah. And Kimber, something got to give. And smart, he's got to come back from, from injury and play extremely well. He's been playing hell of a basketball. But I believe it's Kimber and a big. We need our bigs. You know, they got Thompson from Cleveland. Yeah. But it's uh, it's more to it. You know. But the, but the whole NBA has changed a little bit too oh. with the, the three point shot. Everybody's you know, shooting the now, Kenny. Open. Everybody's the shooting the three. Yes, the court is wide open. Yeah. So because, you know, it's just a little bit. It's quick, quick guards in and out. But but they're pulling up for threes instead of penetrating. And, and it's, it's a little different. A little different. Guys are passing up two footers and passing out. Yeah, all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah all it, the, that's it's what amazing. it's about right now. I, I just, you know, I go ah, you know. No, but, that's, uh, that's the game. That's the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no matter how schedules change or players that play, Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on every game this season with the fastest updated odds in the industry. There are always more options to wager than anywhere else on Bet Online. They got everything on there, every prop you want, no matter what you want. They got college hoops, Gonzaga, the heavy favorite there. 
uh, obviously, to win the title uh, for futures. Baylor, not far behind. Iowa as well. Don't sit in the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I have you, I'm sure you've noticed, you see a 145, 141 game without <laughs> overtime. That wasn't happening when you were playing, I'm going to tell you. Right oh, now. man. That was so not had, happening. <laughs> we, had the, we, had the, we had the five. The five. You know, if you had a great Patrick Ewan, yeah. uh, Lonzo Morty, you know, who else? I, you know, I can't. But we had five and fours where they fill right. the block. Right. We get the ball into them, and then we cut off them, things of that nature. And the two, the the, 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 the the jump shot off the two and better than the three. So, but but now, you know, it's, it's so spread open right now. Now, you had Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, you had all the five. Yes, Akeem Olajuwon. You know, it's just different basketball, different basketball. And I love the game. I always pick up things. You can't pick up too many things in the pros. You can't. You can just enjoy the game because yeah. some of those athletes are just extreme. Just they're great athletes. I saw you commented on your Twitter. You watched an Oklahoma State game a week or two ago. Yeah. And Kate Cunningham. Yes. What do you think of him? Oh, he's awesome. He's going to be awesome. Yes. Sometimes you get crowded the college game. It, 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 it shrinks you, but the NBA larger you know what you can do. He can dribble. He can he can he can make people better. He can pass. He can shoot. He's six eight. He's what six eight? Yeah, he, oh, he's he's, he's six eight two thirty. So he's a pro. He's a pro body, pro mental, and and, and I love the way he, you know, the way he acts on the on the, on the floor. Yeah. He can really. Yep. Really be a leader. He's being, he's a leader for Oklahoma State. He's a great kid, seems to me. He is a great kid. I've See, met yep. him several times. Man, yeah. he's got every intangible yeah. you want, Kenny. And I, and I was watching the game last night. They said, well, you got to wait. He might not be number one. Number, that guy's one to me. <laughs> he's going to be one. He's going to yeah. be one. I talked to a bunch. The, you know, early on in the season, I don't know if you saw the kid from Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs. I love Suggs, too. I love him, too. So he came out of nowhere. So I think for a minute there, you had a bunch of NBA guys. You know how yeah. it is. Novelty, yeah. right? They hadn't yeah. seen Suggs as much. All yeah. of a sudden, he comes out, and he's got this extra gear. And, yeah. and he's quick, and, he, and he's, oh. his, his defense is terrific. Like, yeah. And Gonzaga's winning. That helps, yeah. too. Gonzaga's so good. Yeah, I don't, when I watch a lot of these, these young men play – I'll be like wondering. I tell my wife, I, I don't think I could play with those guys at all. You could have played with them. <laughs> you could have played with them. Guys, Trust like, me. Those guys, those guys look like they just they they, they look good, man. No, I think I, I think I would give you a shot. I I put you try out for the team. Don't worry. Um, how do you I, go ahead, Bob? Go. Um, all right. I, so many ways we, places we can go, but I did a little homework here, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but. The coaches you play for, you want to write a book just on the coaches you play for. All right, you ready for this, Jeff? Go ahead. Here's a few names of guys that he played for. Fitch, Daly, uh, Carlissimo, Patino, Silas, Carlisle, Dunleavy, Woodson, um, O'Brien, and Alan Bristow, who once had a fight with Dave Cowens. Not with Dave Cowens, Larry Bird. But – 
Uh, anyway, you, you, as a rookie, your first two coaches were Bill Fitch and Chuck Daly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, what, 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 how did, how did they each – just tell me about them. <laughs> yeah, Bill Fitch was a, a great coach. You know, I remember with the Celtics in Houston, but I really didn't get to know him. You know, he didn't really want me in a draft. I believe he wanted Billy Owen. And uh-huh. then uh, Willis Reed wanted me, and they chose me in a draft. So I didn't play much. And, um, you know, I didn't play much for him. I really didn't know him, you know. And then I were you just too wild for him, Kenny? Were you too wild and young? I wasn't wasn't wild at all. No, I I, I wasn't wild. I believe, and that's true, he just didn't want me. He thought they were gonna um, uh, draft Billy Owens and they drafted me. And uh, Chuck Daly was my guy, that was my guy. That's that's my. My probably the best uh, pro coach, one of the best pro coaches I had. Um, he let me, he said, hey, you and Derek Coleman, this is your team, you run it. And that, and he was one of the reasons I became a professional under Chuck Daly because he, he, he told me this is what you have to do. And he coached one of the best point guards, you know, Isaiah Thomas. So I knew, I almost, you know, I said, oh, he, I better listen to this this man. He knows. And that's what he did, man. He's great, great, great human being. Well, the key thing is, did he ever give you any wardrobe tips? Yeah, the wardrobe. <laughs> no, but he, he was clean. <laughs> he was clean, man. I love that. But I, like you said, I love all my coaches in the NBA. You know, they gave even like Fitch. He didn't play me. But that was something I, 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 was, I was taught a lesson, you know, during uh, during uh, that time, we got a Boston something of a Boston uh, tinge to this uh, podcast yeah. quite often, and uh, you played for Rick. Rick, yeah. you Rick traded for you. Rick, yeah. Rick traded Chauncey Billups. He wanted. He yeah. said, "I remember exactly what he said. I need a real point guard." Yep. And it was you. And so yeah. he, there's a guy you know. I mean, I'm sure he showed you the love, right? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, tell oh, us Rick about Rick as a Rick coach. Mat- Rick Matino was awesome as a coach. But that might have changed Chauncey Billups in growing. Right. You know, when he left Boston, he went to Detroit and became a champion and coaching now in the in the NBA. So that's you know, Rick Rick was a very good coach, very good coach. He wore he wore everything on his sleeve. He was hard nosed, you know. But that that was him. You were you were there at the end of Antoine right with Antoine and Pierce. Yeah, we went to the Eastern Conference Final. Right. The year, the year before you got traded for Vin Baker yeah, and yeah. right and Shamal really, Williams. Yeah, that was tough on me because I really wanted to end my career. I, was, I, was a, I just wanted to play a year, two, two more years. Yeah. And they traded me. I was like, man, I was really hurt. I was really hurt by that. Yeah, well, you, you you were you were due for a decent payday too, right? That was your yeah, year yeah, contract. Because, yeah, that's right. what I was playing. That's what I was playing. So, <laughs> yo, I played hard. You know, but I, I got everything together. Uh, but it, it was really it was really disturbing for me and uh, really hard for me. And I, I'll tell you, after that, I really was finished with the league, really. Really? Yeah. You lost the love? Like, just lost, lost it? the love. And I played another three years. Yep. But I really didn't have the love when they traded me from Boston. Really? Um, you know, after I, everything I did, I thought I was doing everything for the organization the right way. Yeah. And, um, you know, they didn't 
they didn't feel I was or something. I don't know. Do you happen to remember a specific game you played one night in Utah? And you went off. Yeah. You went yeah. off. I went off writing about it. And, and I mean, it was, I mean, I don't, I, it was the best game I thought I remember you yeah. playing in Boston, you know. Yeah. And, but I mean, it's just, I just wonder if you, I remember that you were terrific. I mean, not that you weren't, yeah. I'm not, you know, saying you weren't ever good yeah. nights, but that no, night. I understand. You were, no, that you was one of the yeah. yeah, the Utah. And Utah it was before the They were good. I was Stockton Malone. You beat, they beat their yeah. ass that night. Yep. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was after the All-Star break, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a big-time game. I, I guess everything with Boston uh, was just my home. It just it made me feel at home. I worked extremely hard. I enjoyed the people there. It was just a great atmosphere for me to play in. And I just love – I love playing in Boston. I loved it. I feel like you once said that Boston fans were the best fans in the yeah. country, even though you grew up in New York. Those are like, yeah. those are fighting words, Kenny. Yeah, those are. No, it was, man. And to this day, I say it. You know, Boston fans are, Boston fans are awesome. And uh, New York fans is awesome. Boston fans are awesome. To, to play in New Jersey and Boston, you can't beat it, man. It was just so awesome. And being from New York, it was just awesome, man. It was awesome. So your your life, like, I mean, again, you've had documentary, you've had yeah. books. Like, your life is – I don't even know how to describe it, Kenny. Again, because 14 years old, it started. People knew who you were at 14. Yeah. You've yeah. had ups. You've had yeah. downs. Yeah. You jump back up now. Yeah. I guess let's start with the, the – the highlight of your life. What, yeah. what was the point when you were the happiest in your life? I, wow, that's – you're making me get emotional. You're making me get emotional. But uh, uh, my high school and college, okay. my first six years. Why? Uh, I wasn't playing for no – I wasn't playing for money or anything. I was playing for the joy. The joy around me, the joy of playing basketball, all the people at, at Arthur Samoy, I love all the people at Georgia Tech, I love. And then I started knowing when I made it to the NBA. I didn't understand it early, but I got it. It was just a it was just a business. You know, and the NBA was a business. And you gotta get it early to, to understand it. But, you know, Archbishop Malloy, Georgia Tech, those was fun times in my life. I had a really great just atmosphere, not only for the game, but after the game. And just the type of kid I was, you know, I, I just didn't – I wasn't into um, the business side of it early in my career. You predate? Yeah. Do you play AAU, or you pre? Do you predate AAU? Well, I I, I played a, I played for Riverside Church, uh, oh, Gaucho, Church, New York. I don't know if it was it was AAU. It wasn't AAU. Not the same. It was AAU, but it was different. It was different back then. Well, that's what I'm gonna get at. Is you know, it's an AAU world now. Yeah. And it's and high school is an incidental. You know, kids, yeah. kids are more interested in your AAU team, and by yeah. and certainly in the cities. Uh, maybe you know, maybe not in a rural area somewhere. When it, you know, but you know, what I'm saying, and it's I, I call it the hijacking of adolescent basketball from high yeah. school. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, 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 yeah. 
kids are loyal to their AAU team more than they are to their high school now. But yeah, I can't get over that. You're absolutely correct. But you, but you know, you 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 could have you know what it what it's like to be you know. He was loyal to the alma mater in high school. Yeah, yeah. CHSAA. Hey, hey, that's what yeah. I mean. That was a huge was, thing. Yeah. Back right? then, when I grew, when I went to school, I played for Jack Curran and Archbishop Moore High School. I played high school basketball. That was it. And then in the summer, he told me, I play for those teams in the summer just to get wrecked. And that's what I did. And, but I was coming back to play on my high school team. And that's what it was, that was all about when I was, I was in high school from 85 to 89. And that's what it was all about, my high school. That's why I love my high school so much, you know. Um, Archbishop Moore High School, you know, I just love it because it, it taught me basketball. I was already talented, but it, he, taught, he taught me how to be a team player, Coach Jack Curry, and the school, taught me how to grow as a human being, as a person. Let me ask Jeff. This is because Jeff, the an expert on this adolescent, that world of basketball, um, and the top, of the top 100 prospects in a given year now, in the 21st yeah. century, Jeff, how many are actually recruited or, or the high school coach has any input as opposed to the AAU <laughs> Very, very few. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not even all the A, like, it's, yeah. they all have a guy now. They all have yeah, a guy. Yeah. I'm doing, and he knows yeah, this. I coach on the college level now, so I understand. Right. The guy called me up. And exactly. they want money. They want money. <laughs> I mean, seriously, do people, yeah. Kenny, at, at your level, has yeah. anybody ever asked you for money so far? Yeah. And so many words, yeah. but they don't come out with it. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I, I, I already know, like, so, you know, what, you know, what it's going to take for this young man to come and right, right. Okay. I need a flight. I need to be able to see my I kid this, play. I need, that. I need everything, you know. It used to but be a job. That was yeah. the big thing about 10 years ago. Parents yeah. all wanted jobs, Bob. Yeah. For a while. And that's not bad. Right. That's not bad. If you yeah, want you to hook them up. up, you know, some guys here here's here's the story. Some guys would put uh they would have like a uh, a booster running a, a apartment complex. Yeah, and they would have a job opening. They would put in the paper for that job opening to run the apartment complex as a manager. Then the parent of the kid would go in. They'd apply for it, and yeah, they get it. They get it, Bob. Right? They get it, Kenny. Hey, nationwide search, as we say right yeah, here. That's it's right. different. That's right. The new year is here and marks a fresh start for your small business. Whether you're shifting business hours or hiring more remote employees. One thing that remains unchanged is the importance of having the right people on your team. When your business is ready to make that next hire, LinkedIn Jobs can help by matching your role with qualified candidates so that you can find the right person and find them quickly. And to lend a helping hand, your first job post is free. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 722 million members worldwide. Getting started easier than ever with new features to help you find qualified candidates quickly. Post a job with targeted screening questions. LinkedIn will quickly get your role in front of more qualified candidates. Manage job posts and contact candidates from a single view on the familiar LinkedIn.com as functions are streamlined onto one simple screen. And now you can do this all from your mobile device, no matter where the day takes you. That's how LinkedIn jobs 
can help you hire the right person faster. Visit linkedin.com slash scribe to get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash scribe and you'll get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. So, all right, I asked you, I asked you your, your, your high point of your life. Flip it for me. Flip it for me. What, what was the point when you were? Oh, my doubt. My, yeah. um, my uh, lowest point was uh, when I retired. You know, my mother died. I, 2005, she passed away, and I retired. I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. You know, I, I really didn't. I was like, I could have. I could have went all the way down and, you know, nobody would have cared about what I was, you know, doing or they wouldn't have you let me back in or whatever. I, I went all the way down when my mother died in 2005 and I, and I had to raise, I was, I had to, I was raising my son and my daughter and my wife was with me and everything was fine. You know, I lived in a, 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 a Pembroke Pines, Florida for 15 years um, and I wasn't working. I just had my savings and I was fine. Sure. But I was fine, but mentally I wasn't. I, mentally I wasn't. I didn't know what I was going So I partied, went out, drink, oh, drinking, all this, just craziness. No. I just did a lot of craziness. You're like, but, you're in your mid-30s. Right, you're in your mid-30s and yeah, you didn't know what to do. I didn't right? know what to do. I didn't know what I was going to do. But um, I think, and this is true, uh, I almost died. I, almost, I had a stroke two years ago. No. I, almost, I almost died. And I woke up, I, I woke up out of it and I said, thank God. And I changed my life. <laughs> really? I changed my life from there, man. That's great. That's I great. changed my life. I wow. had to. How, what, what did you, what did, what did you do to change your life? I, uh, I, I started giving back and the one point that I'm giving, I'm still getting, I'm, I'm here at Fence. Yeah, yeah. My daughter is a, 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 a sophomore here at Fence. My wife worked at Vanderbilt Hospital. I wanted to help, so I helped these young men, regardless of where I was coaching at. I wanted to try to help coach this team and do better, not only for the school but for myself. Sure. So a lot of them didn't get it, <laughs> but I got it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a real. I changed my whole life. Everything. What people I used to hang out with, and just and I just changed my whole life, man. It was uh, a a awesome. real, a real uh, 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 changing spot in my life. I I, I had a stroke, and I could have just I could have just died, and um, said I didn't want to live like that no more. Whatever I don't know, but I just said I have to cut it out. It wasn't my wife. It wasn't my kids. It was just me. I wanted to change, and I'm. I change, change for the better. I guess I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think it's for the better, Kenny. It sounds <laughs> like it's way, way uh, for the better. So that's good. It's boring I mean, though. You it's look happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring though. Whatever. Hey, we're getting old. We're okay, getting old, man. Yeah. So <laughs> now, so now I just tend to my kids. You know, my kids at home, and then my kids on my team. And that's excite me. And, and you know, when when great things happen for them, I, I it excite me. I, and and I, I, you know, I I really enjoy doing that. Um, random question: Who's the funniest teammate you ever had? Oh wow! I had a lot of teammates. You <laughs> I know. know. Yes, you did. You got a lot you know, to but, pick from. <laughs> you, you know, but but 
you you from what I don't know, but I was really thrilled. Real, I played with Robert Parrish for a year in Charlotte, and I was thrilled. That was like my that was like a high point of being with a teammate. Wow! You know, and I was with Robert Parrish, the chief. The chief. I never would say too much. No, <laughs> but you do. <laughs> That's funny. He's, He's a great cool. man, man. He's a great man. But I don't. Um, uh, Derek Coleman was a good guy. Roger Petrovic was good. Um, Antoine Walker was a good guy. Paul P. All those guys were good. But um, um, I played with uh, the Syracuse guy up in New, Jer- New Jersey. Um, you got to forgive me. I forget a little bit, yeah. you know, with the stroke. Yeah. But um, uh, not Sherman. We Sherman. still talk. Okay. Syracuse. With Pearl Washington. He played with Pearl Washington. Um, with, with who? With uh, not with Dante. Who's was the big guy? Was it a big? Oh no, he was a shooter. Raphael Addison. I'm sorry. Oh, Raphael Addison. Oh, Raphael Addison. Yeah, yeah. Raphael Addison. You know, he was great, man. He was a great guy, great teammate, and I really loved him. Raphael Addison with the New Jersey Nets. So, hey, what do you remember about your trip to North Korea? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That, that I got to hear about that. I got to hear what what really happened. Like, that had to be off the rails crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I really didn't know. So, <laughs> excuse my, you know, I really didn't know at the time where we were going. Dennis Rodman did a lot of stuff for the kids for me in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So, he said, when, when Kenny, when it come around, you know, I want you to go with me. I said, all right, no problem. So, I was like, no problem. So, this trip came. And I didn't know North Korea. I didn't know. This is my ignorance. I didn't know it was North Korea we was going to. I thought we were going to China. I knew it was China. But um, when we went over there, and, and my wife was calling, everybody was like, oh, you over there? You, it's crazy. You got to So then it got kind of crazy. I went over there with uh, Charles Smith, Cliff Robinson, rest in peace. Um, Vin Baker. Vin Baker, uh, myself. Dennis Rodman. It was like five or six pros. Oh, big, big. it was like five or six pros, and then the rest was the N one players. Okay. So it, it was it was very. It, it taught me it taught me a lot with North Korea on how they lived over there. It was very really, really gray over there. Was it gray? Uh, it was crap. I've seen. Uh, I seen. Uh, we were going to the hotel. They took our passports when we got on the bus. Everybody gave their passports up. Woo. I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. They took and then I seen a, a guy working the street. I don't know, he was like picking some gum off the street or something with two shotguns at him. They had two the security guys had two shotguns. So yeah. it was it was it was it was it was great. We stayed at the hotel. You know, it, it was just it was just it was just a crazy trip. Crazy trip. <laughs> what can we say? So yeah. you, you did get did you like shake hands with Kim Young Un? Did you? Yeah, I got the picture, but my wife won't let me put the picture up in the house. So I got, a, I keep it. I keep it. I got it. Shaking hands with him. He's a little. He, he's little guy too. He's a point guard, though, for sure, right? Yeah, he is. No doubt. Hey, supposedly, now he supposedly loves basketball. No, yeah, like yeah, he loves basketball. Hey, Dennis Rodman is really, really, really great with him. Yeah. Um and. Uh, it was, it was uh, in, the, in the arena, when we went to the arena, I remember 
people are clapping. Every they all wore the same. They all wore the same. Mm-hmm. The women oh, right. and the men wore the gray suit. Yep. And the women wore the gray like dresses. And it was packed. And they was clapping hard. They were clapping and everybody clapped together. <laughs> and they stopped. It's, it's, it's crazy. I've been saying for years that what the American State Department should do is invite him to the NBA Finals, all expenses paid <laughs> one year. Wine him and dine him. He does like his uh, uh, scotch, I think. He likes something. And, and wine him and dine him and, and, and take him to the NBA Finals, and, and it'll be the greatest diplomatic coup of all time. Yeah, it might. I'm not sure. What? I'm not kidding. <laughs> we ought to run it by him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good, but I don't know if I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Kenny, what what advice? I know you went through some, like you said, some hard times when you retired, um, yeah. declared bankruptcy that year, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah. What what advice would you give to the young players now? And they're making more than you made. You made a lot, yeah. but they're they're yeah. making a lot more than you made even right yeah. now. What advice would you give, or have you given, to some of these yeah. young guys that are that are in the league? You know, I would just say, you know, you don't need, you know, you don't need, you know, five or six cars, uh, three, four houses. You really don't need it. So really take care of your money, you know, your assets, and you, you know, invest wisely, I would say. But it's it's, 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 it's taking care of so many people. You Is don't that what have you did? to. Is That's that what, what you did? I did. did? That's what I did. You yeah. don't have to. That's not your job to take care of, you know, Grown men. Grown so you were too, people. you were too loyal in a way. I was too loyal in a way. Exactly. To the guys that you grew up with. Um, not so much. I grew up with people I knew. You know, I took care of. You know, but you really, you really can't do that, and you and you shouldn't. But you live and learn. You know, I'm fifty Antoine years Walker. old. Right now. Antoine was uh, another one who no, you played no. with who did that. Kenny. Yeah. Is it- I'm speaking here as the as the elderly white guy. Yeah. A serious question. So, how is they play it on? They play you that uh, play a guilt trip card on you. Like, remember where you came from, line that kind of stuff. Is that how they get people at times? No, no. But they use that. But they use, but not not on me. They didn't use it on me. Okay. You know, man, I would, You know, I just wanted to help. You know, that's me. But it's certain it's certain ways you can help. But I I, I think I helped the wrong way. I just giving, you know, mm-hmm. and I really didn't know, you know, how to help them. But, um, you know, and this is truth. I had, you know, so much money that I was able to recover. <laughs> well, you thought I, the I money to recover. Did uh, you think the money was kind of endless at that point, too? No, I didn't know it was endless, but I wanted to take care of my mother and I did. So, you know, she passed away at tw- in 2005. But it, it could, it you know, I thought, you know, I didn't never think it was going to be endless, but I thought, you know, um, you know, things happen, you know, and when you're not ready for it, boom, 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 it just sneak up, sneak up on you. And, um, and, you know, thank God that I'm doing the right things now, you know, for my, you know, for my money and my assets and things of that nature. But before I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Because I wanted to take care of uh, so many people. And remember, you know, I have eight kids. <laughs> That's part of it, too. That No doubt. Hey, I only got one, Kenny. Yeah, and yeah, uh, she costs a lot of money. I have eight kids. 
and I had, uh, you know, this is my third wife. So life would be, it could be hard. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm done. No I'm done. So You're done? God. No more kids at 50? No, hell no. <laughs> I got one more basketball question for you. Yeah. Has there been anybody, and since you were, you know, since you started playing or even or since you retired, that a, a, a point guard come along and said, that reminds me of me. Does anybody ever remind you of you on the court? Um, I think um, Kyrie a little bit. I like Kyrie. You know, I, I couldn't shoot like him. I couldn't shoot like him, but I could do everything else. You know, and I, I would pass a lot. You know, more. And he 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 was a he's a great scorer, and he could shoot. He could, stream, he could shoot the ball extremely well. So I, I like Kyrie um, Irving, but I'm a big tiny Archibald guy. Nah. You know, you know, I know you love Tiny. The, yeah, yeah, you New York guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love I lived through that year when he led the league in scoring oh, assists, 35 points a game, wow. 15 assists some nights, uh, wow. uh, six feet one. And Tiny, wow. was, Tiny was taller than people thought. Yeah. You know? yeah. He was actually 6'1". They thought he was 5'11", but he projected a bit tall. Yeah. I don't know his legs are long or something. So, so you think – so actually, I, I was I, I know I don't know I don't think it happened. You think it happened again? No. And that, that, would ever do I that? A point oh. guard? No, no. Oh, I that was you need all the <laughs> circumstances. You know, there were a team that needed it. You know, yeah. a, a coach will let you do it. You had yeah. You had Bob Cousy, who had traded for him and wanted them badly, and unless he no, he drafted him. Excuse me, he he, he traded for uh, Norman Van Leer. He, yeah. He. He, he drafted Tiny. Anyway, I don't think so. That was a unique circumstance. But, my God, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, that year, the Celtics started off the season. They were 10-0. And, and, yeah. and the Royals came in. And Tommy Heinsohn, uh, the practice the day before, the whole practice was good. We can't let this little – he's not going to beat us. He's not going to beat us. You know? I'm sorry. So, they, they doubled him and tripled him and everything else. Got the ball out of his hands. And Matt Gukas beat him. Really? Matty Gokas was popping in jumpers from the corner, but <laughs> but I'm just remembering Tommy was obsessed. This you know, was we'll not going to beat us. Well, he didn't, but they lost the game anyway. It was just right. But Matty Gokas from the corner. Wow, my story, <laughs> Kenny. Before we before we let you go, we're gonna we're gonna finish where we started. Give me the top uh, point guard that ever came out of New York City. Who is it? I I would say Tiny Archibald. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. I would say Tiny. I never if saw you, him. I never you never saw, saw him. him. I, I, I and, and we got and we got some great point guards. You know, Pearl Washington, Kenny yeah. Smith, Mark Jackson, Rod yeah. Strickland. Yep, yep, yep. Stephon, Marbury, 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 Marbury yeah. uh, myself. I, I it's a, it's a, we it go off. I, I can go on and on for days. It's been quiet. Listen, all right, so yeah. here's my big question to you. Why the hell aren't there any good ones lately? It's been like – Now, now I, I, I know why. Why? You know, I think a lot of kids are doing doing other things, number one. Number two, they're going over – you know, they play well. It's not a good It's not a good environment to live in, certain yeah. areas. So they're going to prep school, yeah. things of that nature. It's just not good in New York. Before – you know, in the '80s and the '90s, it was you know we we lived and we and we we got we got we got to play basketball that we truly loved and the housing you know, the the was was a little better. 
fight him. Do you, ha- do you have a good – hey, do you have a great story of playing in the parks? Like one time, like somebody showing up or something something that you will never forget of going to – whether it's Rucker Park or somewhere else? You know, Left Rack City Park, I don't, I don't got stories, but, you know, I played in the Left Rack City um, Park, they, the LCTA. That's what they called it, and um, you know, playing against big guys, and I just had I just had a great great performance out there. I I I don't have too many. I don't have the story. I can't put the stories together. Yeah. But um, I had my Kenny Anderson Classic for ten years out in my neighborhood. I gave back because that's where on the court. That's where that's where you know I became something. You know, out there. No, I couldn't. I couldn't put the stories together well. But my friend, he's not with me. He lives in New York. He'll tell you all the good stories. I'm not, a, I'm not a good storyteller. Tell you about Tiny quickly. Yeah. Oh, no, we've all seen countless guys who are fast up and down the court. Amazing. Yeah. Big merits. Alan Iverson, young Alan Iverson. Yeah. Fine, right? All right. Okay. We then got like Calvin Murphy up and down. Who, who, yeah. You know, straight up. Tiny Archibald was like a broken field runner. He he didn't just go straight. He I used to I used to say he followed his blocking. He yeah. he, he, he yeah. was the yeah, cleverest guy yeah. negotiating down the yeah. court that I have ever seen. It was a unique style. <laughs> yeah. Right, Kenny? Yeah. He, he and, I, and I and I and I got I got a lot of my game from Tiny. A lot of people say that, you know, I remind them of Tiny Archibald. I, I'm left-handed. Oh, I was gonna say that's another Another thing, left handed. Left handed. you guys were both left-handed. Both left-handed, and you know, I picked my game up. The Godfather of all you guys out of New York, though, uh, seriously, of, of the point guards of the last seventy years, yeah. Lenny Wilkins. Yeah, yeah, Lenny Wilkins. Boy, I heard he was great. I heard he was great. He was, you know, and where did Kuzi come? Hey, where did Kuzi play in New York? Andrew Jackson. Jackson. Andrew Jackson. And, you know, and another great that I love is uh, Lloyd Daniels. Oh, Lloyd sure. Daniels. He had a rough life. Uh, he didn't make it, but he he kept, he was awesome. Yeah, six eight, awesome. There are a and lot. Double. Listen, there are a lot of guys that came yeah. out of New York, like like yeah. like Sweet Pea, like Lenny Cook, like yeah. Sebastian Tell. You know, like yeah. Sebastian made it. He made it. Yeah. But, yeah, But a lot of it's hard coming out of New York, having everybody pulling at you when you're 14, 15 years old, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, very hard. See, that, that's what what I did, it was a blessing, and not too many kids of my age have it. I went to Archbishop Law High School. Right. And Jack Karen, yeah. Vincent Smith, you know, uh, them guys, Pierre Turner, they watched me like a hawk, man. They watched me like a hawk, and I couldn't do no wrong. I had to go to school. And, uh, you know, real quick, of course, when I, uh, you know, athlete camp, the Nike camp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we used to go, I only went one year because I was in summer school. Really, I, I, I failed every year Spanish. You know, <laughs> so if you fail one class, you kicked out of a lot. So I would have, you know, Spanish was a killer for me. I couldn't get it. It's Malloy. But, what, what, where is Malloy? Is it in the Bronx or is it in the Queens? Briarwood, Queens. It's in Queens. Okay, Briarwood. So I, it's still there now. Now they have girls and boys. When I went, it was all boys. Probably a good oh, thing for you. Learning, it's a good learning school, man. I learned so much about going to Malloy. It was awesome. Are, are you are you done? 
are you staying down in Nashville for, for yeah. forever, staying in the warm yeah. weather, or are you going to go back to New York eventually? I, I go back and visit, but uh, just like I'm going to come back and visit Boston, you know, I always come back and visit Boston. Um, I don't, you know, live in New York. I just go back and visit, but I'm always, I'm in Nashville now. Smart. So um, I'll go to Atlanta, Atlanta, Nashville. And um, I really want to come up to Boston to visit. And I thought the season, it, it, I was going to go to a game, but now, now I got to wait till it next opens year. up again. Yeah, we'll do it next year. You come in next year, we'll take yeah. you to a game. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, hopefully I'll get down to Nashville at some point there. Vandy's yeah, got to start to do better. Bob, Bob, I would love Bob to come to one of my games in Nashville. Y'all come, we go hang out, go to dinner. Done. And that's it. Y'all come to a game. Jim, right Jim, Jim number 202, Jeff. That would be Jim number 202. 202, that's I've right. I've been to 201 <laughs> venues for college basketball. Kenny. Yeah, we're in our, we're small school. We'll have a good time, man. I know. I'd done. love to. I'd love to. <laughs> done, Come on. Done. I'll do it. Listen, right. we okay. really appreciate you jumping on. We're glad you're doing well. You sound great. You look great. Yeah. Uh, your stories are terrific. And uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, all right? All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. You got Thanks. it. Thanks, Kenny.